1: This is the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Don't forget that you can download or subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes or Google Play stores. Or listen at WRALsportsfan.com and on our WRAL
2: Sports Fan app. Now, here's your Canes Corner Podcast host, Adam Gold. On this edition of the Canes Corner Podcast... I would say we're going to the minor leagues, but Mike Vellucci is uh, is above and beyond that as assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes. He's also the head coach of the Charlotte Checkers, who are 16-4-1 in the American Hockey League. And at one point, we're just absolutely unbeatable on the road. And he joins us. First of all, Coach, thank you very much. I believe this is the first time we have had a chance to talk, uh, so I apologize for that.
1: Oh, that's okay. No problem. I know you're a busy guy.
2: <laughs> well, I don't know who told you to say that, but that's fine. Uh, all right. I, first of all, balancing winning, and winning is a kind of a learned uh, a learned trait, balancing winning and player development. What is your philosophy on that?
1: Well, I think it goes hand-in-hand, hand, to be honest with you, and this is what we talk about as an organization all the time. And, and and so it goes on to with 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 Roddy uh, this year everything is earned so um, you got to come in down here the same thing you have to earn your ice time I've had a conversation with a player this morning want to know why he wasn't on the power play is because his five on five play wasn't dictating his opportunity to get on the power play and that's that's part of it so I, I think it goes hand in hand yes you want to develop uh, but you have to teach them to do the things the right way. And when you do that, you will win in the end. And, and uh, um, we are still the youngest team in the league, but you know, we're winning because it's a mindset, um, and, and we're still developing. So it works out hand in hand.
2: Mike Bellucci, head coach, Charlotte Checkers, assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes, is joining us here in the Canes Corner podcast. Uh, there, there's a, a situation that you have to deal with because players are sent down to you. Um, and I am, I am curious for a guy like, I'm just going to use Hayden Fleury here, who spent the entire year in the NHL last year, but was sent back primarily to play, and it probably, it certainly wasn't a long term thing, since he was only down there about a week or so. Um, how do, when when they come to you, what is your job at that point, or do, are they already cool with w- what has happened um, when they get there?
1: Um, well. A couple, you had a couple of questions there. One, it, 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 are they cool with it? Not always. Um, it's you know it's difficult. Two, the question was, what's my job? My job is to make it a smooth transition and get them to play, play the game and play the game the right way. And so when they're going back up, they're ready to go. Um, so Hayden example last year got sent down for our playoffs. Right. Um, end of the year and then our playoffs. His attitude couldn't have been any better. And I know it was a tough year for him last year in and out of the lineup and he struggled with his confidence. I knew that he is a NHL defenseman. I wanted to get him back to where I knew he can play and know he can play and play with confidence. So when he got down there, we had a great talk. I told him, I know he's got more offense than he showed in the NHL and we're going to work on it down here and we're going to get better at that. So when he does go back up, he's going to have more experience and more confidence. So, um, it was great. Uh, Hayden is a great example of a guy that comes down and makes the most of it, has fun, is a great teammate, um, and wanted to win. So was very happy with him the way he uh, he came down.
2: Yeah, I thought he had a great training camp too. And it was almost it was unfortunate there were you know seven NHL defensemen, legit NHL defensemen, many of them top four uh, on the roster. That just uh, it becomes a numbers game. All right, so when. Martin Natchez scores his first NHL goal, and then the next day uh, the Hurricanes send him down because he was having a hard time finding ice time playing center. I know you've moved him over to the wing. Uh, Give me, if you could, uh, an idea of his transition from the NHL back to the A uh, and how he is doing on the wing.
1: Uh, uh, A lot. Is going on for Marty down here. It's it's tough to play in Europe and then come over and play North American hockey. So I, I really think he is a year behind from that standpoint of where he played last year um, and coming back here this year playing this our style of game. So when he came down, obviously a good kid, uh, uh, great attitude. We put him in the middle. Um, all players don't realize how good the American League is. Right. You think because you were in the NHL, you're going to come down and light it up, put up points. But there's a lot of really good players down here. So points didn't come for him. Um, I tried to slow his game down a little bit in the defensive zone. He's so fast and skilled that he played too fast in his own end and uh, um, was getting caught out of position. So we worked on some things. We did some video. I showed him some video of Patrice Bergeron, how he plays in the D zone, and then he picks it up in the offensive zone. So his first four games struggled a little bit um, and then started putting a few points together and playing really well down the middle, um, but still has a lot of room to grow. But the skill and the ability is there. We talked about it as an organization, put him on the wing. I coached Tyler Stiggen back in juniors, and uh, Tyler was going to be either one or two overall. And, and I explained he was a center. And as a 6 year old I said, uh, 17-year-old, I said, Tyler, if you go to the next level and you tell the coach you can play your a, you're a goal-scoring, playmaking center, how many positions are open? Two or three. Well, if Bergeron's there, Krejci's there, and Mark Savard's there, w- what room do you have? Right. But if you go to the coach and say, I can play right wing, left wing, any position, I can penalty kill, I can do whatever you need, now you have eight, seven, eight, nine positions open. So I think that's w- w- the approach that we're, we should take with Marty and we're taking right now. He's on the wing. Uh, it's less responsibility defensively, and he can concentrate on his offensive ability. He's still taking straw face-offs, working on that, and he mm-hmm. still plays down low in his own end. So uh, for him to get back to, to Carolina and the NHL, I really believe that he's going to have to learn all three positions. And um, uh, if they need somebody on the wing, then he can fill in that position. But he moving him to the wing, he's put up... Definitely more points. He's right. I mean, got four four points in the last two games on the wing. So I think it helps him uh, free him up a little bit more.
2: And, and look, uh, the head coach up here, I'm, I'm sure you know him, Rod Brindamore. He was a center. I think he holds centers to a different standard maybe uh, than he holds uh, maybe other positions. I believe that he thinks that Natchez can come back and it just takes the pressure off. It re- removes some of the responsibility. And then he can just get to his offensive game. Uh, which clearly the team up here could use.
1: Yes, yes, and I I I, I agree with them, and I, uh, I I don't think it's just our organization. You look around; right. a lot of guys started off on the wing and then moved to the center. It's a tough position; it's the most demanding position, and uh, offensively and defensively. And so, um, I think it's a great opportunity for a young guy to get in the league to know all three positions, and it gives the coach more more options later down years down the road of developing more centers and moving guys around.
2: Mike Volucci, head coach of the Charlotte Checkers assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes is joining us. All right, there's so many good players here. Uh Yanni Koukinen made the team last year. I mean, he he we all thought he was going to make the team this year until Warren Fogel just went bananas in uh, in training camp. Um what has his development been? He's he's among your leading scorers there. Uh, his development in the second year in the AHL uh, and how much longer is he going to be there? You think?
1: Well, for, I got frustrated last year when everybody was talking and not many people talked about Yanni. And I'm thinking this kid's 19 years old, you know, uh, he could be playing junior still, but he's in here and he put up 40 points. Um, he had a really good year for us. Uh, and, as a, putting up that amount of points in the American League at that age, not many guys have done it before. And I went back and looked at the guys that have, like uh, J.T. Miller and some of these other guys that have played down um, as a ninth-year-old. He put more points than they did up. So, hmm. he's going to be a heck of an NHL player. Um, you know, how long, much longer does he have? I'm not sure. I mean, I've never heard anybody say you brought somebody up too late. Right. I've always heard that they, <laughs> they, you know, they never said they're overripe in the minors. I've always heard that People say, well, they brought him too early up from the minors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, never heard he's been there too long. So uh, every game he's down here, he's getting better and he's learning, and he's still only 20 years old. Um, so he'll he'll be up eventually. I'm not sure when, but uh, he's he's improved every game and every year so far, and that's good. And I put him on the power play where Walmart was last year, and, right. and he's done a great he's done a great job there. Um, and uh, offensively he's been very good this year.
2: All right, you, you you mentioned Lucas Walmark. I was going to keep it strictly on guys that uh, that you're coaching right now. Uh, but I think it's, it's funny because I have conversations with fans and uh, they 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 look at Andre Svechnikov, and they they just say, man, if he was just playing with better players and and I'm trying to tell them, and maybe I'm wrong, that I think the reason why Svechnikov has played as well as he has, because I think he has played well. Is Mm -hmm. that Lucas Walmark is a very good player. He just doesn't have the goals that would would allow. If he had five goals at this point, as opposed to one, people would look at Lucas Walmark as a completely different player. But he's creating tons of opportunities. What did you see from Walmark? And are you surprised that he has been so effective as a player so far?
1: Not surprised in the least bit. I'm his biggest supporter. He does things that the average fan won't notice. Nook scored three goals the other night. The one was from a pass from Walmart that nobody was ready for, and he put it in. I mean, he's making plays that uh, the average person don't doesn't see. Um, and the true testament is for Walmart is that the players on his team know how good he is. Right. And every time, when I had him here, everybody wanted to be on his line last year everybody wanted to be on his mm-hmm. line. I'd have a lineup at my door. Can I play with Wally? I mean, <laughs> he, is, he is that smart. That's what his, his best attribute is. He's so smart. Now, I know he hasn't scored goals yet, but he is a playmaker first, but he's hit a ton of crossbars yeah. and, and missed opportunities. He didn't have a great showing last year because he wasn't comfortable. It takes a while for young guys to get comfortable in the NHL, and they don't want to make mistakes. Um, and because if you know they make a bad mistake, they feel they're not getting back on the ice. So he's starting to get comfortable. He's going to heat up. I guarantee you by the end of before Christmas here, he will heat up and the puck will start going in for him.
2: Did he kill penalties for you? He's playing on the power play up here. He's uh, he's one of the fringe penalty killers, especially when Jordan Stahl was in the penalty box last night in Montreal. Uh, Walmart got in the ice and uh, and helped kill penalties. I mean, to to me, he looks like he has the potential to be a legitimate three three zone center.
1: Yeah, he is for sure. He killed penalties. I treated him like uh, Roddy treats Ajo up top. Like Wally was our best player last year, mm-hmm. and so I would give him the last twenty seconds of the penalty kill. Um, okay. You know, when I used you know I used my other guys for penalty killers guys, but he he was good enough to do it. But he was on all five on 5 four, uh, <laughs> 5 on four five on three played a top power play. He He's a power play guy. He has great vision, uh, makes unbelievable plays. Uh, we had the top power play last year with him and Zekov in front of the net and Wally on the half wall. So um, with the top power play, they're both. Uh, he's definitely a power play guy for sure.
2: What was Valentin Zekov's conditioning stint like, and uh, what do, what do you think he needs to kick into a higher gear to get on the ice for this team?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's been frustrating, I'm sure, for, for him and for everybody. Um, uh, he's not really a fourth-line guy, so when he's on the fourth line, it's t- it's difficult for him to get going. But he's a power play guy, net front guy. What he needs to get going more is obviously he needs to, to compete harder, he needs to get on that four-check and be a little nastier to play with and, mm-hmm. and not, turn puck, not turn pucks over. So um, it's a role that he hasn't uh, been used to. Uh, but uh, that if he wants to stay in the NHL, he's going to have to figure it out and do whatever the uh, the coach and everybody uh, asks him to do, whatever role that may be.
2: Mike Felucci is the head coach of the Charlotte Checkers, also assistant general manager for the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, I want to do a little bit of a uh, – I'd, I'd call it rapid fire, but that's probably not the, right, the best way to do it. I'm just going to throw names no out uh, and, uh, you know – your thoughts on the player, especially if, uh, like, uh, I'm going to start with Alexi Saarella, who has clearly started to kick his goal scoring uh, into gear of late. I think he's got five in maybe his last five games. So uh, we'll start there. Uh, Alexi Saarella.
1: Pure shooter, goal scorer. Um, and you, yeah, I got off to a slow start, but I was pressing a little bit like sometimes goal scorers do. But when he gets hot, he's hot.
2: The... How much of that might have been kind of sulking because he was a very early send down from training camp, a a player that some thought had a chance sneaky outside chance to make the roster.
1: Yeah, it could have been, but uh, I had talks with him. He didn't earn the opportunity to, Mm -hmm. to uh, at camp, he didn't earn the opportunity to get exhibition games and he was sent down early because he didn't earn it. And it started in Traverse city and, and carried on. So, um, Take it as a learning experience, and uh, that's part of being a pro. When things aren't going your way, find a way to to, to get going, and that means work harder and earn your opportunity.
2: Mike Vellucci is with us. All right, a guy that, uh, that we saw and I liked, especially in the role he was in, Clark Bishop, who to me looks like – I mean, you don't want to label anybody as a fourth-line center, but – uh, he's, I, I thought a guy had very good speed, uh, one face uh, good on the four check. I liked Clark Bishop.
1: Well, you like him and I love him. Um, <laughs> he is, <laughs> okay, he good. is the uh, ultimate pro competes hard every day practice game. Um, uh, is a, the ultimate fourth line guy. And that's not, that's not bad to be a uh, fourth line guy. A lot of those guys, play 10 years in the league and make a lot of money. So, um, a good opportunity. I thought he showed very well as the games wore on, he was, uh, feeling more confident to make plays. That's the only thing I would say for, I talked to Bish when he got back is I thought he played really well, but I think he can take it to another level and, and, um, contribute offensively by having confidence in his game. Um, but, uh, yes, I think, uh, he is definitely a, a guy that can call up and 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 take minutes and do what you ask him to do.
2: We saw Jake Bean make his NHL debut last night. I thought he played a very good first period and then he, his ice time was kind of sparing the rest of the way. It took one uh one shift in the third period uh that lasted a minute. That was it. Um, what have you seen from his development from the start of the season? He's he's a rookie at the AHL level, from the start of the season to uh, to his recall.
1: His progression was something I was very happy with. He started off extremely slow, wasn't uh, used to the speed, um, took his time making plays, and, and sometimes held on to the puck too much. Um, and his shifts were way too long uh, like they were in juniors. So his regression from day one till before he got called up was outstanding. I mean, it was probably, I would say the best progression out of anybody uh, at that, that first year. Um, he was playing really with a lot of confidence, moving the puck good, getting back and getting it, um, not getting beat wide and being a little more physical. So yeah, I, I, we're very happy. I think he's got ways to go, um, but I, I'm very happy where he is, where he's at right now. And, I watched the game, too, and I thought he had a a very good uh, first period. I thought second period made some good plays, kind of got beat one time, Mm -hmm. uh, being being a little aggressive. But overall, I would say it was a well-over-above-average start for for a guy playing in the – uh, Montreal for him, his first NHL game.
2: Especially because the nature of the game last night was Carolina could not get out of their own end. It was amazing uh, that they won it. We're going to talk about the goaltender, uh, not uh, not Curtis McIlhenny, but your goaltender Alex and in just a couple of seconds. But uh, I want I want to ask this: I don't, J- Julian Gauthier was drafted a few spots, I think seven or eight spots after Jake Bean in the 2016 draft. Um, and, I mean, I think it would be natural for him to see guys seemingly pass him on the organizational depth chart. A, how is he dealing with uh, the delay, I guess, in, you know, coming up to uh, to the National Hockey League? And how has his development been as a player?
1: Well, I, 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 how is he dealing with it? I mean, I, like anybody, Aho is a second rounder. Fogle was a third rounder. They're in the NHL. I right. Mean, it's, you earn it. It doesn't matter where you're drafted. Like Somebody get drafted in the fifth round, I tell them, well, who cares? Now you're yeah. drafted. It's what you make of it. So right. that's that's my message to Julian. And uh, last year was a real struggle for him. Um, and uh, uh, this summer I, I called him in the middle of June. We talked for a long time, about an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, we cleared the air. I let him know that I am on his side and I want him to do well. And I like him, but he has to – Play the game the right way to, for him to play in the National Hockey League, and uh, it was great. And from that point on, he's uh, been his attitude and his work ethic has been great this year. Um, he's getting better. I said earlier in this year he's our most improved um, from last year to this year, and I mean it. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he's taken a lot of good steps this year. Can he? Does he have a ways to go? Yes, but. You can't teach six foot four, two hundred forty pounds, <laughs> no. muscle, speed, skating, and a good shot. So now he's got to he's got to learn to play the the pro game, um, and be consistent in the pro game. Uh, and he is, uh, he's on his way to do that. Some guys, you know, it, it, it's it's uh, a it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. Right. So uh, some guys take longer, but when they figure it out, they're going to be there a long time. And hopefully, Julian, if he continues to progress. At this rate, that it just may take a little bit longer than other guys, but he could be there for a while.
2: Coach uh, Coach Mike Shershevsky says everybody runs their own race. Uh, so Julian Gauthier, now what uh, is it? Playing the game with physicality, with an edge. Uh, what is the what is the next step for him?
1: Uh, you, you using his brain, uh, and okay. what I mean by that is is you know when you're back-checking to the house, you need to, to get to the middle, not just go to your position on the wall. The little details, two hands on the stick, you are stronger than everybody else, so don't let them take the puck away from
0: you. Right. When you
1: are on the four-check, don't just go halfway and let them make the pass. You need to get your stick on the puck and you need to finish your check. Just little details, more detail to the game. Didn't have a lot of detail in juniors because he was bigger, stronger, faster, better shot, so he would score it's more detail. You have to be detail oriented to play in the national hockey league. And, uh, if you're not, it's, uh, you're not going to be there for a long time. And that's, so just paying attention to details and continually doing those details. Every game.
2: Mike Felucci is the head coach of the Charlotte checkers, also assistant general manager of the Carolina hurricanes. Look, you have so many prospects there. I mean, we could talk about basically your, your entire roster. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious about one more skater before we go to the goaltending. Uh, Uh, Michael uh, Tchaikovsky was a non roster camp invitee, and I think he opened a lot of eyes with his length or reach, however you want to describe it on defense. He scored the first goal of the preseason in the game at Tampa. Uh, What has his adjustment been from Europe to the American Hockey League? Uh, What is his future?
1: Yeah, you know, Mike, Mike. What everybody likes about Big Mike is he's obviously his size and his stick, like you said, and he's a good skater. Um, and he had a really good camp. He came down here and struggled uh, uh, at the beginning because he's trying to do too much, and that's that's where he gets is, is himself in trouble. Is sometimes less is more, and you don't need to force plays all the time. Um, you need to know the the game and the situation, the the, the time, the score, all that stuff. And so he got caught out of position with some bad pinches early on and a little careless play. But, is, you know, he is a big guy. He can skate. He's got a good reach. He's strong. Um, he's going to be a good player. Just need to slow his game down a little bit and play more of a fundamental game. in a. And, I listen, I like D joining the rush. I like my mm-hmm. D in the, in, in the offense, but not careless, carelessly or recklessly. And that's where he's been a little bit, and uh, we're working on that. But great person, great kid, works extremely hard.
2: Alex Nedeljkovic has really carried the load for you in goal. Um, and he has had a very good year. Uh, he's won a ton of games. You have 16 wins. I mean, I'm not sure he doesn't have 13 of them. Uh, so uh, w- what has his progression been like, and how close is he, you think, to being NHL-ready? Well,
1: first off, I—I I, uh, again, I was—I'm his biggest uh, um, proponent. I—I I, I love Ned. He all he does is prove everybody wrong all the time. Oh, uh, he's too small because he's six foot. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, or you know, or his state percentage isn't good. You know, um, but all he does is win. Everywhere he's been, he's been a winner. U.S. World Juniors, U18. All he does is win, and all he does is prove people wrong. He came to our organization. As a first-year pro, I don't think we put him in the right situation. We played him all on the road, and then we just didn't treat him fairly, and he got in his head a little bit. First year, I coached last year. He comes in, and uh, I gave him the opportunity. I gave him the belief that his coach knew that he is a good player, and he took the ball and ran with it, and he played extremely well. Uh, this year, again, he's, he's, all he's doing is winning. He makes the big save when the game is on the line. I can't explain it. You know, where a guy makes a bunch of saves uh-huh. and he lets a, a, a soft one in, and you're like, oh, man, he doesn't let soft ones in. And he makes the big one when the game's on the line. Now, a save percentage is down a little bit. Our, our shot clock here, uh, our group is not the strongest. And, you know, we'll find six shots that won't count for him. Right. That means a lot. That means from 920 sure. to, you know, 900. So um, I'm not worried about uh, save percentage. I'm worried about results, and he's he is a result guy. And Curtis Joseph worked with him when he was here, and he and he loved him, and he believed in him also. And and so I uh, can't say enough about Ned. I think he is ready for the NHL. Um, uh, it doesn't hurt again to keep him down here mm-hmm. for 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 the time being and playing and playing a lot. But uh, there's there is a time soon that he'll be ready for the NHL.
2: All right, and final thing for Mike Falucci, head coach of the Charlotte Checkers, sixteen four and one. Uh, also, assistant general manager of the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, a player or two that uh, if the Hurricanes have uh, an injury. Obviously, it's all depending on position. That you think could step yeah. in and uh, and and make an impact uh, on an NHL roster right now. Uh, not the guys I haven't talked to or I no, have no. whether we've talked about it or not. Cause I, I, don't, I haven't, we haven't, you know, essentially delved into, yeah, this guy can come up and, and play, uh, you know, a top nine role, uh, for, uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes.
1: Yeah. Well, top nine role, I mean, Kukinen, uh, M- uh, Nekesh, Saarella, you know, go those guys are top nine guys.
2: Right so they they would be uh you know they could come up and not look out of place right now in an NHL li- lineup
1: no, no I, I I think they could definitely uh, do a good job and not look out of place
2: that would be uh I, I know there are a lot of fans that are dying to see him uh, uh, especially uh especially uh Marty. Um, what do, do you, I know, I know you've talked to Rod and I'm sure you've talked to Don Waddell. Is there an overall plan for Natchez or is this just a, we're playing this all by ear? Uh, he, you know, are you waiting for him to start like really dominating games or is it, uh, when he's needed, he'll be called?
1: No, I, I, you know, I think, yeah, I think the fans are getting a little impatient a little bit with Marty. <laughs> we we need to develop and we need to do what's best for him and the organization long-term. So to, to, to call him up right now and put him in there and give him five, six minutes, not good. He played 19 minutes for me last, uh, last game, 19 or, and then the game before 18. So he's getting a ton of minutes in high pressure things, power play late, uh, you know, five on six ladies on the ice. He's in playing a ton of North American League hockey,
2: good, uh,
1: and it, that is better for his progression long term. And so to call him up, yes, can he can he do it? Yes, but is that going to make him a better player right away or in the, in the long term? I don't think so. So um, I think that he uh, eventually will get back. I'm not sure when, mm-hmm. um, but if he keeps progressing, this is only going to help him.
2: All right, now I I may have lied before. Final uh, final thing yeah, for no for Mike Valucci, head coach of the Checkers. You you said that last year, Lucas Walmark was your best player. This year, who is your best player right now?
1: Uh great great question. It's between Yanni Kokinen and Andrew Potarowski mm-hmm. right now. Both those guys have uh, you know. I don't talk much about Potzi. He's a little bit older. He was a college free agent, right. And, he can definitely play in the, uh, the NHL in the top nine. Um, uh, but he is a little bit older than the other guys. But uh, he's been really good. But I'd say Yanni's been our most consistent, kokonen uh, our most consistent offensively and um, um, effort-wise game in, game out.
2: Mike Fellucci, I thank you so much for the time. Hopefully we'll do it again. Uh, continue laying waste to the <laughs> to the American <laughs> Hockey League. You guys just following the scores every night, 16-4-1. Uh, is remarkable. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.
1: Awesome. Thank you. That's this week's Canes Corner with Adam Gold. Download or subscribe to our podcast every Monday during the Carolina Hurricane season in the iTunes or Google Play stores or listen at WRALsportsfan.com and on our WRAL Sports Fan app. And don't forget, for the latest Canes coverage, log on to Sportsfan.com. Every game on the Canes Radio flagship, 99.9 The Fan.